on episode 370 of Nintendo Switchcraft. It's time to lawyer up. The Nintendo download is here. Your childhood was a lie. And your feedback, those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Here we go. This is Smashblock, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. you live every monday wednesday friday and saturday tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is made possible by patrons just like travis m get switchcraft and my other content ad free for as little as a dollar by joining us over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp leave a voicemail like you heard at the top of the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com uh, slash voicemail from any device and i may even play it on the show Uh, Before we get started, I have three quick housekeeping items that I want to make sure that I get to. I promise to be quick with these. Number one, uh, it is time for the podcast awards. Annually, every year, they have the International Podcast Awards. And uh, the podcast awards last year, Nintendo Switchcraft was nominated as um, the uh, best podcast in the gaming category. We did not win, sadly. Uh, but it is the People's Choice Awards, and if you want to help me out, it's super easy to do. All you got to do is go to www.podcastawards.com, and you can nominate Switchcraft. It is under the gaming, uh, games and hobbies category. So uh, one one more time, that URL, podcastawards.com, that's plural, podcastawards.com, and uh, you can nominate Nintendo Switchcraft Uh, which would be amazing if we got nominated two years in a row. Uh, And uh, the way that it works is, you know, a lot of of podcasts get nominated, but only the top 10 uh, for number of nominations actually get in uh, considered for uh, winning. So uh, podcastawards.com, if you guys nominate us, that would be uh, just amazing. Uh, Item housekeeping item number two. I am going on vacation. My wife and I are going to be in New York City uh, from the 28th to the 1st. And, uh, you know, if if uh, there's extra time and uh, uh, we're going to be someplace for a while, I might, uh, you know, tweet out or mention in the Discord if you're a New York City person, come by and say hi. Uh, but I don't know if we're going to have time because we're going to be pretty busy while we're there. Uh, but I'm very excited to be on vacation. What does that mean for for episodes of the show? I'm not sure. Uh, I have the ability to podcast from my phone, uh, just depending on if you know the the sound quality won't be as good. And you know, you guys let me know if uh, if you want to hear the podcasts from the road. I don't mind doing it. Um, it, it it'll take me twenty or thirty minutes of just being on the phone and then uh, posting it. It'll sound kind of crappy because I won't be in my awesome studio that my wife let me build. Uh, but anyway, I'll be on that vacation, so uh, we don't know what's going to happen with those episodes on those days. Uh, last piece of housekeeping information: um, two days ago, or maybe yesterday, I can't even remember now. I was on an episode of Breaking the Panel. 
where they, they were talking about Nintendo stuff and uh, Charles sent me a message. He's like, I need you to, to get in here and talk about this stuff. This was middle of the show. Uh, so I don't show up until the second half of the show after the break. Uh, but we had a long discussion on uh, the Joy-Con drift, what Nintendo is doing wrong, what they're doing right, and uh, stuff like that. So make sure that you check that out. If you want to find an easy way uh, to find that, just Google Breaking the Panel, or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com, uh, look for the show notes for episode 370, and I put a link in the show notes for you guys. Okay, uh, now that we got all that stuff out of the way, let's talk about Nintendo news. <music> Okay, uh, class action lawsuit. There is a class action lawsuit moving forward. It, uh, you know, I talked about this on the last episode that, uh, oh gosh, what is this? Hold on. Uh, I don't know if this is because uh, they got hammered by uh, everybody going there and clicking on it, but the, uh, the website for this uh, law firm has actually been taken down, it looks like, uh, and I'm not sure why. Uh, oh, it says here it's uh, suspended, uh, but it was uh, chemicles.com, which is some uh, some lawyer, uh, I, I talked about uh, some law firm uh, who were taking a survey for people who were dealing with the Joy-Con drift, and they said, if enough people uh, let us know about this and there's enough evidence, we're going to move forward with a lawsuit and sue Nintendo in a class action lawsuit um, but now the website is down, so I'm not sure what that means. Maybe, maybe it was all a, all, all a hoax. Uh, but I, I don't have any more information now because the website's down. That's very, very interesting. Anyway, if you guys know more, please feel free to let me know. But, um, you know, is this worth suing Nintendo over? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I hope that if anything else, this spurs Nintendo to fix the problem in future uh, iterations of the Joy-Cons and to replace Joy-Cons for free uh, that people are complaining about having this issue with. Uh, that being said, the the fact that the lawsuits uh, or the, the law firm's website is uh, down right now doesn't bode well for how well their operations are. I mean, I'm not sure why but you know maybe they just got reddited to death there's a lot of people who are going to click on links about somebody suing nintendo so that might be uh the real reason let's take a look at the nintendo download uh the nintendo download this comes out every week on thursday i didn't have time to talk about it yesterday on the episode uh so we're going to talk about it today and there's a whole bunch of stuff in here. Obviously, we're going to start with, uh, and if you want to read the whole thing, it's at runjumpstomp.com. So make sure that you head on over there. But uh, this is for July 18th. Uh, every week, Nintendo kind of takes a, 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 a big collection of the stuff that's coming out on the Nintendo Switch, uh, either that week or in the near future, and they tell us all about it. So First off, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, is now out. I have put my first look up on my YouTube channel, so make sure you check that out. And if you didn't listen to last episode, I talked about that for probably the first half of the episode, just my thoughts about the game so far. I have, I don't know, probably another two hours into it so far, and I'm still very much enjoying it. If you were to... 
I don't know, uh, tie me down and force me to tell you which game should you spend your money on, Marvel Ultimate Alliance or Dragon Quest Builders 2, with both of those games coming out so close to each other, my personal pick would be Dragon Quest Builders 2. I think that that game is amazing and addictive and really, really fun and absorbing and immersive, while Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is very fun, but ultimately, ultimately, see what I did there? Uh, Ultimately, it's just got so many weak points that uh, have been driving me crazy. Uh, but anyway, uh, Nintendo Download is focusing on that. They say the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series returns for the first time in 10 years with a new ARPG exclusively on the Nintendo Switch system. Assemble your ultimate team of Marvel superheroes from a huge cast. That's true. There is a huge cast, uh, including the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, X-Men, and more. Team up with friends uh, online or uh, in, next to each other on the couch to prevent galactic devastation at the hands of the mad cosmic tyrant Thanos and his ruthless war masters, the black order. Uh, one other thing to talk about with, uh, ultimate Alliance three. I think that I read earlier today that there are, there's free DLC coming, uh, I believe at the end of the month, or maybe it's the end of next month. I think it was at the end of August. That's going to include some other characters. And then of course they also have, paid DLC to unlock more characters as well. Uh, Wrecking Crew and Donkey Kong 3 are the Nintendo Switch online uh, games that are coming to the NES, uh, little NES icon on your Nintendo Switch. Donkey Kong 3 is really awesome. I love that game. Wrecking Crew, meh, it's okay, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Donkey Kong 3, though. That game is really, really fun, and I feel like it's underappreciated that being said uh i'm not really interested in the nes version i would much rather play the arcade version of that game so i'm not sure how i feel about uh that but hey i'm already paying for nintendo switch online so i guess two more nes games that i probably won't play isn't really that big of a deal all right uh ape out has a demo uh, which is very good. I love it when when games that people have basically told me is fantastic, and I have not, and I have yet to really play very much uh, or at all uh, gets a demo. Because I'm definitely going to be checking out Ape Out. That has a demo coming on the 22nd. Uh, this is really odd to me. Astro Bears uh, is a game that I've talked about on the show before. Uh, it's a really fun little party game where you and your friends are sitting next to each other on the couch and it's like a big game of multiplayer snake. You remember snake? It's like that except you're on a globe and you're not a snake, you're a bear and uh, the bear can jump and you're an astronaut bear. That's that's why they're called astro bears. Uh, this is a game that was already out and I have not loaded this up yet, but um, here, let me read what it says on the official Uh, the official Nintendo website here. It says, get ready for the biggest cosmic comeback on Nintendo Switch. Astro Bears is back and shinier than ever with loads of improvements, new bears, planets, and play modes to pump up the party again. Introducing a new update for the game that hundreds of thousands of players have fallen in love with. Experience even more chaotic gameplay with infinite or finite ribbons, planets ranging from small to huge, and eight bears with different stats to experiment with. Make allies or enemies in the new competitive mode in which players battle one-on-one 
over five challenging rounds. Invite a friend to help you collect jetfish in a two-player jetfish hunting mode and beat the high the global high score together. Destroy friends in this classic party mode where very big legends are born. And then they list off uh, some of the other features. Now, the thing that's confusing to me about Astro Bear's party is this game was already on the Switch. I don't know why they didn't simply update that game, but what they did instead is they made a new game and they said for the next month, it is free for anybody who has the original game. So I installed the new thing because it's free and I figured why the hell not, Um, but I haven't loaded up to find out more about it. Uh, I find it odd that they didn't simply just apply a patch to the old one. I'm sure that there's some kind of technical reason why, um, but hey, if if uh, if you have any any ideas as to why that is, um, let me know. Uh, the game is really fun to play local multiplayer. Uh, I don't think there's any online multiplayer. It came out yesterday, and I would recommend that you pick it up if it goes on sale. Right now, it's seven dollars. I think seven dollars is I th- I would think five dollars is a sweet spot. But I've seen this game on sale for. I think I've seen this game on sale for a dollar multiple times since it came out. So I'm not sure. Uh, Battleship comes out on July 24th. Uh, Desktop Table Tennis Trials Edition. Um, It's like some kind of weird ping pong game. That comes out. That's $7.41. And that comes out or came out yesterday. Uh, Also games that came out yesterday is Jim's Moving Out. Jump Head Battle for Fun. Uh, kill 1A, Kill 1F. I don't know what the hell that means. Uh, that's a demo version. Uh, Mini Trains, Moki Moki Boy, and Redeemer Enhanced Edition. Uh, all of those games came out yesterday. On the 22nd, we've got Rise Race the Future, which is a uh, cool little looking racing game that I have not played yet. Um, let's see. Autumn... Automachef? Auto... I don't know how to say it. It's like Automated Chef is what I think it says. Uh, Automata Chef is uh, $14.99. That comes out on July 23rd. And that game is... uh, It's time to engineer tomorrow's kitchen today. Plan, position, program, design, and build automated restaurants. Then program them to run like well-oiled machines. I always do kind of enjoy games that are like that where you are finding ways to automate tasks i used to do that a lot in minecraft uh well specifically modded minecraft with playing like sky factory which i always found that to be really fun uh let's see battleship i already talked about uh high noon revolver comes out the 23rd parumi comes out on the 24th and i think that's it oh yeah and on the 3ds pinball breakout 3 uh came out this week so uh there you go there's still 3ds games coming out a few and far between uh but that's the nintendo download there's more in the nintendo download so again if you want to check that out it's over at my website runjumpstomp.com All right, this is a story that I want, well, not really a story, but I I wanted everybody's opinion on this. So I want you to, I'm going to read this tweet, then we'll hit the sponsors and we'll come back and we'll talk about my thoughts on it. Uh, I got a tweet from somebody who's just Jay on Twitter and they said, hey, Run Jump Stomp, I love everything about Splatoon except the fact that it's a multiplayer shooter. I really hope Nintendo makes other types of games with the Splatoon property. 
My dream would be a Warframe style MMO because the world looks so stylish and awesome. Uh, so that's a really cool idea. Let's hit the uh, sponsors. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you what kind of game I would love to see featuring the Splatoon characters. Be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody, we are back. And, um, you know, we're, I wonder what you guys think about what would be a cool game to feature Splatoon characters. Uh, for me... Uh, I think I would like to see like a top-down adventure-style game, uh, almost kind of similar to Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where you've got like that that camera from like a three-fourths view of the camera, and you are like a twin-stick shooter-style uh, kind of game. Uh, so Marvel Ultimate Alliance aesthetics and, and twin-stick shooter-style gameplay. Uh, and then, of course, you would have... Uh, it'd be like squad based. So you could have four players and each of the four players would have different weapons and you could use those different weapons in order to overcome different things. And I think that that would be really, really cool. But what do you guys think that you would like to see uh, with the Splatoon IP that's not a shooter or it's not like Splatoon already is? So if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comment section down below. If you are uh, listening to this after the fact, you can tweet at me at RunJumpStomp uh, on Twitter and use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. In fact, after the show, I'm going to tweet out a, a question uh, or this question and see what people think. Because now, uh, you know, Splatoon is kind of over, not really over, but it's kind of over and um they're, we're no longer going to be getting updates to Splatoon outside of balance patches. Uh, and I I don't know how much work has been done on Splatoon 3, but I definitely would love to see these characters and this, this world, because it's a very interesting world that they've made, uh, from some other perspective. And I'm curious what you think would be a good perspective. All right. Uh, they mentioned in that last tweet uh, an MMO-style game. Uh, there is an MMO coming to the Nintendo Switch, and it's coming on August 6th. This is a tweet co- that comes to us from at DCUO, and that is that they was just announced at Comic-Con, DC Universe Online launches on Nintendo Switch on August 6th, 2019. So uh, if you've never played DC Universe... Uh, online. It is a game where you make a hero or a villain, 
and you are in the world of the DC uh, characters. So you're going to run into characters like Superman and Batman and the Joker and uh, Lex Luthor and Manta Ray and Aquaman and all that stuff. And you get to make your character with the power sets that you want. Maybe you want them to have super speed. Maybe you want them to fly. Maybe you want them to uh, shoot lasers. Maybe you want them to be a melee character. You kind of get to design your character. And then you can, there's a lot of cool sliders and stuff. So you can make your character look really cool. Uh, But that game's coming to, I mean, it's already on consoles that you, I I believe you can play it on, on PS4. I don't know about Xbox, and it was originally a game that was on PC, but now it is coming to Nintendo Switch. It's a free game on the other platforms. I assume it's going to be free on this platform as well, and uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of people who are excited for that. For me, it never really grabbed my attention. Uh, There's other games that I'm playing right now that are going to draw me away from from touching uh, DC Universe Online even a little, but... I think that it's cool that we are getting another MMO on the Nintendo Switch. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, this could be the first MMO that's coming to the West on the Nintendo Switch. Because prior to this, uh, we only had... Um, what's the word? Uh, we only have the those games in Japan like Fantasy Star Online 2 and things like that. Uh, anyway... Uh, let's talk about this this really cool video that I watched on YouTube, and uh, you can follow the link in the show notes to this video. It shows basically a few seconds from each Zelda game through the years. The, the entire video is about 11 minutes long, and it's just really cool to see how the the world of Hyrule has changed over the years it's especially interesting to me as somebody who grew up with zelda like i you know i grew up playing the zelda games and for instance if you're watching the youtube video right now i've got i've got the footage up on the on the screen and right now they're showing they're showing a, a link to the past which you know that came out uh when i was in high school and it just it blew me away this was the game that i spent immeasurable amount of time on uh and you know there's also some games in here that a lot of people forgot about like the ridiculous uh partnership between nintendo and philips when nintendo was originally supposed to partner with sony and they kind of left them hanging at at uh, ces and said actually we're going to partner with philips instead and uh, then they gave Philips the rights to use the zelda property to make these ridiculously awful games that have been panned for the Philips CDI, which I really don't know anything about because I never got to play those. I remember going to Montgomery Ward and seeing the Philips CDI in the store, but I don't think it was ever like a demo unit that I could play. And uh, that was always disappointing to me because I always thought, hey, it's a CD system with Nintendo stuff on it. It must be pretty damn rad, but I never got to play it. Uh, okay, uh, at CheeseMeister3K, which I think that's a hilarious name, uh, tweeted something very interesting to me. Uh, this is a looping GIF that, or well, I don't know if it's a GIF or not, but you got to watch this thing. Uh, so if you if you have not watched, or if you're not watching on YouTube, either watch on YouTube or go to the show notes at runjumpstomp.com, episode 370, I believe. And basically, 
It, do you remember how recently I said that uh, Nintendo is giving us the ability to rewind in the NES games? Uh, you remember in that now? Well, uh, this person, Cheesemeister, uh, they were they captured their screen and they were rewinding before picking the boxes in Super Mario Brothers 3, which sounds really cool and like a great way. Oh, I'm going to make sure that I get the best thing. But but it, it means your childhood is a lie. And you might be wondering, what does that mean? My childhood is a lie. Well, if for the, for those of you who've not gone to watch the video or the the little two second video, uh, animated gif or whatever, uh, let me explain what's happening. If you've ever played Super Mario Brothers three, then you know that there are these toad houses, and you can go in, and there's three chests, and you pick from one of those three chests. And when you were a kid, and you were picking these three chests, you you were like, oh, I got. I wonder which chest is going to be the one that has the thing that I want. And uh, uh, so you would pick one, and you'd be, you, you might agonize over this choice for a second before making your decision. Well, it turns out it didn't really matter. No matter which one you opened up, it was just a random item. A random item would pop out of that chest. Uh, and the way that we know this is because... Cheesemeister here is uh, rewinding and picking the same chest over and over, and a different item keeps popping out every time. And this makes me feel just a little bit jilted, uh, just a little bit sad, but only a little bit. It's 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 just something small. Anyway, I think it's funny. Uh, okay, we've got some feedback, and we're at 24 minutes, so I don't know how much of this I'm going to get through, but let's do the feedback. Frogger, Sega's arcade game, now a home video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. All right, let's start off. I got a Joel. Joel says, hey, Bill, one thing I think people are overlooking about the OG Switch is that it is supposed to be easily hackable. Because of that, I intend to hang on to mine indefinitely. Even after I upgrade to another model at some point, one day it will be an awesome portable way to play all of my retro favorites on the go, as well as my Switch library. That is a fantastic, fantastic point. And I don't know if it's worth $300 to do that, uh, because you can get something like I, my um, my Pocket Go is in the other room, but this is the, this is, uh, the BitBoy is uh another device this is 30 bucks i think for the bitboy and it can play all of those old emulation things and it's really really small uh but if you just want to have one device i can definitely see why you would want to hold on to the switch for that so thank you for the joel uh thank you for the joel email thank you for the email joel uh speaking of email if you want to email me you can do that by sending an email to runjumpstomp at gmail.com just like Isaac did. Isaac sent in an email. They said, on the latest light switch, for those of you who don't know, when I can't fit everything into one episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, I do a light switch of those bonus stuff. So make sure you keep an eye out for those. Uh, Isaac says, on the latest light switch, you discussed wanting a normal switch that sells without a dock. Well, in Japan, they do have a SKU that ships without one. Now, I guess they assume all, Americ all Americans are snotty Xbox players and only play on the TV. I'm kidding, of course, he says. Uh, so they don't sell it in America. But if you can find it cheap to import, it is an option. Thanks for the show. Uh, Isaac, that is a good point. I talked about that on the show uh, probably sometime last year when the uh, when that SKU first announced. And I kind of forgot about it. It never came to uh, the States, which is a little sad for me. 
Uh, I got another email. This one's from Joseph. Uh, he says, hey, Bill, just wanted to send some quick thoughts on the Nintendo Switch Lite. I've been listening to a lot of feedback on your show and online, and I'm surprised at how many seem down on the price and the of and on the new Switch Lite itself. The name I get doesn't make sense now that the now that it doesn't dock, but the name Switch is so popular now that of course Nintendo's going to keep the name. I agree. Uh, plus, it is similar to the Nintendo Switch and it plays all of the same games, so I think changing the name would create too much confusion. I agree with that too. You gotta call it a Switch. Why? Because it plays Switch games. Otherwise, you're gonna have people that are like, what the hell, what, what do I get for this thing? Um, he says, for the price, I think $200 is spot on. Nintendo is one of those few gaming companies that actually make money on their hardware. Dropping the price on the Switch Lite too low would basically kill the sales for the actual Nintendo Switch. The $200 price tag immediately sounds more tempting than the $300 price tag of the Switch, and many gamers don't care about the dock, HD rumble, or detachable Joy-Con, and they want to play the games that the Switch has to offer without coughing up another $100. I think, personally, this is me now, not Joe, uh, Joseph, I'm sorry. Uh, For me, I think that the extra $100 for the features that you get are far... Like, the games... How do I, it's only $100. That's that's going to get buy you two games, at most. It'll buy you... Well, at, at, it'll buy you at least two games. And the games will come and go. But the features of the Switch OG will... Uh, those features will improve. I, I just think that those features are worth $100. Uh, the HD, the dock... All of that stuff. That's worth, I think it's worth more than $100. And the Switch Lite makes, for me, it makes the Switch um, full look like, it look, look like a, a steal. And maybe that's what Nintendo's going for. I don't know. I do know that there's people who will want to buy the Switch Lite because it is $200 and they don't want to spend that extra 100 But in the grand scheme of things... I think $100 is a low price to pay to be able to hook up your Switch to the TV. That's just me, though. Uh, he then finishes up. He says, having said that, I think I won't. T- it won't take long before the, the price of both the Switch and the Switch Lite drop as the new PlayStation and Xbox are released. I would imagine a new Switch Pro is right around the corner to compete with the announcements of the new consoles from their competitors. I'm excited for the Switch Lite, and I love the colors. I already own a Switch, but I'll definitely be picking up a Switch Lite on release. Thanks, Bill. Loving the more frequent episodes. Well, thank you for sending in the email there, listener Joseph. Um, Let's look at the time. We got a very little bit of time left. I got an email from listener John. Uh, They said, hey, Bill, good morning. I will make this short and sweet. Thank you, because I'm running out of time. Uh, first, I kind of have a curious question to, for you. I've been listening to your show since before the Switch was released. I actually was shopping for a Wii U at the time when I saw a Facebook post post about NX. That was a year and a half before the release date of the Switch, so I've been listening since then. But I have unlimited data with T-Mobile and stream everything And I know you are always thanking people for downloading your show. That's right. Thank you for downloading the show. Uh, But do you get credit for people who stream the podcast with their data? Yes, I do. But I don't care how you listen. I'm just happy that you listen. So thank you for listening. No matter whether you're mowing the lawn or raking leaves or washing dishes or doing some jumping jacks right now. Whatever you're doing, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. 
Uh, he says, now, about the Switch Lite, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have the OG Switch and pay for Nintendo Switch Online, would it be as easy as just uploading your save data from a cloud backup? I think you could even use that method if you upgraded your SD card. I am with a lot of people. The Switch Lite is not for me. I like playing on my TV and being able to play in bed. I just thought I would comment because your last show, somebody had the good idea of leaving the OG in the dock and leaving the light for undocked mode. Okay, so to to focus on this, uh, not every game supports cloud saves, but if you're just talking about buying a new Switch and transferring your data from one Switch to another, you can do that very easily. If you're talking about moving using both Switches and having your cloud backups go back and forth, then it depends on what game you're playing because some games support cloud saves and some games do not. So Animal Crossing, no cloud saves. Uh, Breath of the Wild, cloud saves. Um, Pokemon, uh, uh, shoot, I can't think of the name of the game. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, no cloud saves. Mario Odyssey, cloud saves. So... Is that going to work for people? Somehow I doubt it. I don't think it's going to work that way. So I think you're better off just having one Switch instead of having two. Um, uh, I only have one more email, so I'm just going to go a little bit long on this episode. So I apologize for that, but this will keep me from having to do a light switch for tomorrow. Uh, long time. This is an email from listener Matt. Oh, and by the way, thank you, John. Uh, Long-time listener, big Marvel Ultimate Alliance fan. I'm not sure how much experience you have with the series, but the original Marvel Ultimate Alliance had a lot of weird camera angles, even awkward and forced at times. They try and keep things fresh and give perspective depending on scenarios. I personally found Heroic to be the best camera angle. If you've played Hyrule Warriors, also made by Team Ninja, it feels a bit more like their previous game. But the distant and weird forced angles are par for the course. Keep up the good podcasting, fellow New Yorker. Thank you very much, listener Matt. I appreciate it. Um, I did play Hyrule Warriors. The difference is Hyrule Warriors is always outside. There's no ceilings to contend with. And with Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I feel like they're always having problems with ceilings. And the camera just needs to be fixed. Uh, The camera is fundamentally broken in that game. That being said, it's still a fun game, and I stand by that. Okay, let's do the outro, because I've been talking for a long time. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can join and watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me by emailing me at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at runjumpstomp on Twitter. Make sure to use the hashtag... Uh, Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, if you want to support the show, one way you can do it is by going to the YouTube video like you're watching right now. Click the thumbs up button and hit that subscribe button and let people know about the stuff. Also, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And if you like this show, check out my other stuff over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria, Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. You guys are awesome. Thank you to the live chat and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.